A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So what's the one word that most people associate with open world video games? Bloat? Ubisoft? No, it's exploration. Because what is the point of open world video games if they don't grant the player the opportunity to freely explore their beautiful, expansive world as they see fit? But you know what? Some of these games will actually punish or straight up mock those who get a little overzealous with their wondering. So let's have a chat about them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 open world video games that mock you for exploring. Number 10, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Bread and butter of the Grand Theft Auto franchise has been the appeal of giving players a massive open world sandbox and just letting them tear it up however they see fit. Except, in San Andreas, Rockstar had an odd, slightly hilarious punishment for anyone who got a little bit overambitious and attempted to access areas of the game world that hadn't been unlocked yet through the story. If you're playing the game as Rockstar intends, you need to complete 27 missions in Los Santos before accessing San Fierro, and 64 before unlocking Las Venturas. But that doesn't mean that you can't just swim to these places before that. However, doing so will result in you instantly receiving a four-star wanted level, ensuring the near full might of the San Andreas Police Department quickly comes crashing down on you. Granted, cops like Tenpenny and Hernandez tell you not to leave Los Santos in the early stages of the game for good reason, but when Rockstar dropped players in the middle of such a rich, gorgeous world, did they really expect them to be patient and wait for it all to open up organically? Number 9. Fallout 4 Fallout 4's unforgettable opening sequence sees the protagonist forced to take shelter in Vault 111, once the bombs start dropping. But what about those adventurous players who wanted to take a peek around their suburban neighbourhood of Sanctuary Hills before it's forever transformed into an irradiated wasteland? And more to the point, what about those who want to see what lies beyond the confines of this town? The game is generous enough not to strictly funnel you towards the vault, but for anyone who attempts to leave Sanctuary Hills and go further afield, they're met with perhaps the most cruelly mocking invisible wall in video games. Game history. If you thought that a 4-star wanted level in San Andreas was bad, in Fallout 4 walking past a certain invisible boundary will trigger the nuke's detonation, instantly killing the player. Basically, you're forced to either progress the story forward by heading to the vault or hang out in a small patch of your neighbourhood until the end of time. It's tough to decide which sounds more nightmarish, honestly. Number 8. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 
On the face of it, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is a game that absolutely rewards players who venture off the beaten track and explore every last square inch of Hyrule's lovingly rendered open world. Hell, the game even lets you make a beeline straight to the final boss Ganon immediately after the brief opening prologue section. But this is also a game that, for all its apparent celebration of player freedom, has a rather perverse, even cruel regard for those who wander off from the very start. You see, players who extensively explore the game's first area, the Great Plateau, are likely to find themselves soon enough getting summarily banked by grossly overpowered enemies, in the early going, you've got just a few hearts of health to your name, and you're going to die a hell of a lot, which is effectively Nintendo's way of not so subtly nudging you towards shrines to help build out your character. As inviting as the game's world might seem, it's surprisingly punishing of players who just want to take a stroll in a random direction and soak in the sights. That is to say, prepare to die. Number 7. Far Cry 6 much as the Far Cry games are all about exploring vast locations and ticking off everything on the Ubisoft open world checklist, Far Cry 6 had a ridiculous surprise for those who attempted to see how far away from the Caribbean island of Yara they could actually get. In step with the series' many alternate or joke endings, Far Cry 6 allows players to get in a boat and just, well, they can just sail away from the area before they've bothered to confront the local dictator. But in order to hammer home that the game really, really doesn't want you to sail off the map into the endless expanse of the Caribbean Ocean, as beautiful as it looks, you'll receive an on-screen warning that you're leaving the area and urging you to turn around. If you ignore that message though, you'll be treated to an ending cinematic set three months later, where the protagonist is shown relaxing on a beach in Miami, beer in hand, while a radio news report reveals that the dictator has defeated the guerrilla uprising and solidified his iron grip over the nation. Basically, this thoroughly tongue-in-cheek ending gently shames you for taking the easy way out, showing you what will become of the area without your committed intervention. Number 6. Prototype Cult fave action-adventure game prototype takes place in the virus-obliterated Manhattan, where the US military attempts to contain the outbreak by blocking all exits from Manhattan Island. But nobody could blame you for paying a visit to one of Manhattan's most iconic landmarks, the Manhattan Bridge, but if you dare to get close enough, you'll find yourself bombarded with a battery from the assembled marines, who have set up base on the bridge and really, really do not want you to cross it. Yet given that protagonist Alex Mercer is himself a superhuman shapeshifter, the player is absolutely able to vault past the military blockade and try to cross the bridge in order to reach downtown Brooklyn. To stop players from doing this though, you won't merely be assailed with an increasingly aggressive barrage of missiles, the camera will also shift to an awkward distant angle perspective where you take up just a small portion of the screen. Evidently, this is a rather passive aggressive move by developers Radical Entertainment to try and coax you back to Manhattan proper by simply refusing to let the camera play ball and follow you to the end of the bloody bridge. Number 5. The Crew for all of its many issues, the crew features an impressively scaled-down open-world rendering of the United States, naturally prompting many players to ponder what might happen if they attempt to cross the border. Though the game doesn't feature a Canadian border crossing, there is one for Mexico. And alas, Ubisoft understandably appreciated that players might try to cross it, and so beyond merely erecting a border crossing area that is just impossible to penetrate, they had a little extra fun with it at our expense. You see, if you try to drive through the barrier, FBI agent Zoe Winters will pipe up and throw some shade at your greediness, asking you, what, the whole USA isn't big enough for you? Come on, people were just trying to go there, right? Besides, that slightly catty message from Zoe didn't stop some players from figuring out how to glitch their way past the barrier and drive around in the out-of-bounds regardless. Number 4. Ghost of Tsushima 
Ghost of Tsushima's eye-wateringly beautiful Tsushima Island just begs to be explored, and though Sucker Punch certainly permits that to a point, they don't want you to visit certain story-related camps too early and risk breaking the game. And so if you reach a camp that's going to be featured later on in the campaign, you'll receive a message warning you that you are entering an area of overwhelming enemy forces. Hilariously, this generally amounts to the game festooning you with an unrelenting flurry of arrows from all directions, seemingly fired by a fleet of invisible officers. As some players have discovered, though, if you're unlucky enough to jump into an offending camp while equipped with a certain set of armor and restorative charms, you might get catapulted into the air by the arrows and joggled there in perpetuity, unable to die. This is all just the game blatantly telling you to stay out of this area and come back later, but there surely had to be a less mean, less immersion-breaking way to do this, right? Number 3. Sunset Overdrive Sunset Overdrive actually boasts one of the most amusingly creative and self-aware implementation of invisible walls in video game history, given that company Fizco erects an in-universe barrier in Sunset City to try and contain the outbreak of mutant overcharge drinkers running riot there. Hilariously, if you bother to reach the end of the game's map, you'll be met with an invisible wall that's literally Fizco branded, with the message, Invisible Wall, Security Provided by Fizco, emblazoned on the transparent boundary. The invisible walls also get a memorable mention in the game's main story, where ex-Fizco security guard Walter attempts to escape the city via helicopter and, uh, well, crashes straight into the wall, killing himself in the process. Clearly the message from Insomniac Games here is, have fun, but remember, there are limitations. Number 2. Anthem much has been written about how Bioware's much-anticipated shared-world action RPG Anthem was rushed out of the door by EA long before it was done cooking. The game was sold on the thrill of getting to don an Iron Man-esque armoured suit with three of your pals and fly around the game world def defending humanity from monstrous forces, and yet the game's aggressively restrictive design felt like a slap in the face to anyone actually keen to explore. Despite offering up a lush open world, Anthem's multiplayer gameplay was massively undone by a tethering system, where while teaming up with other human players, you're forced to maintain close proximity to them fear of a warning message being displayed. Couple this with a totally pointless overheating mechanic, which limits the amount of time you can spend flying in one go, and it feels like Bioware were actively trying to stop players from doing the very thing this game was marketed upon. Oh, you want to fly around this gorgeous world that we've made, totally unrestricted? Yeah, nah, that's not going to happen. That Anthem was ultimately a critical and commercial flop is, well, the least surprising thing ever. And number one, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Now, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated is admittedly a game that you're not in any way supposed to take seriously, and in that stead, players who got a little overzealous with their exploring and ventured too far off the beaten path will get a literal helping hand from the game itself. While playing as SpongeBob, Patrick, or Sandy, if you reach the boundary of the game world, the human hand of Sailor Hands, a character who appeared in the first few of the show's episodes, though is never shown as more than a hand, will slide onto the screen and drag you away, forcing the game to restart from the nearest checkpoint. It's a pretty clever and distinctly SpongeBob way to implement invisible walls without straight up having the player just collide with them, acknowledging both the game's limitations and the player's overenthusiastic inquisitiveness in one funny fell swoop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.